All right. It is 5.12 p.m. You are tuned into Local Motion here on 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. Show number 300 for me on these airwaves today and got very special guests. Let's get them on the line right now. Ellen T., are you there? Hi, Rita. Hello, hello. (laughs) You know me. I always like to start off with a brief introduction. So let me just get that out of the way before we start conversing. I'll start off by saying multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, producer, Larry Campbell, and singer-guitarist, songwriter, Teresa Williams have worked with countless musicians. Larry played with Bob Dylan for eight years. He was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Americana Music Association, and he's won three Grammy Awards for his work with Levon Helm, with whom he and Teresa played the legendary Midnight Ramble concerts with. Last year, a 10-part episode series about their lives was released titled It Was the Music, which also includes a soundtrack to the series. They'll be performing at the Capitol Theater in Port Chester, New York, next Friday, December 17, and then again there on January 28th with David Bromberg. And with that, a warm welcome back to Local Motion on our 300th episode, Larry and Teresa. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, you know, well, you know, thank you. And, and, and you guys were an instrumental part of that because I remember years before I had this show, Larry talking to you about it a couple of times after shows. I'm like, you know, I got this idea and there's such talent here in the Hudson Valley. I want to do this show and I'll never forget your words. They'll go down to the end of my time here on this planet. And you (laughs) said to me, Rita, when you get that show and you never use the word if. You said, when you get that show, you let me know, and we'll be your first guests. And you guys, you guys held true to your word. And and for that, I thank you. I was never so nervous in my life as preparing for that first show with you guys. And I I tell people now um, that once I did that first interview with you guys, I could talk to anybody on the planet because you guys... are the top of the top. So thank you for being here for show number one, showing up for many others in between and being here today. So you guys are just mean the world to so many of us. Thank you for that. Anytime, Rita, anytime at all. Yeah, well. All you got to do is call. Aw, you're awesome. And that's kind of the way it works. So I I hit you guys up every once in a while, and it seems like December is our time. So it's it's really cool. Um, You know, we've talked a few times. I I know you guys' career. So I always like to try to make it a little different every time we talk. And, and, you know, I think a big part of um, last year for me with you guys was this it was the music, which of course really incorporated yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. But I love, I read another interview that you guys did recently, Teresa, where you said at a very early age, singing was your calling. And I didn't, I mean, I knew you always sang in church, but you started at the age of four? Yeah. Well, that's my parents, you know, that's because I had music in the home and they, um, uh, my mother was a pianist at church, or one of them, and yeah, we just had music at home all the time. She was practicing piano on the wall next to my bedroom, 
with a course that she mail a mail order course. <laughs> she was teaching herself. She'd had a few a few piano lessons, but not a lot. And so she was teaching herself with this music course, which happened to be a good one. I wish I could remember the name of it. And uh, so she was studying. I guess that was classical, you know, but she was playing like country gospel at church. And then Daddy was playing guitar by ear, playing Hank Williams and Jimmy Rogers and Johnny Cash and Beverly Brothers, that kind of stuff in the living room at night. And we would all do harmony. And, so, you know, I can't take credit for it. It just was in the household, and uh, how fortunate am I that that's, I, I joke and say I wouldn't have even had to go to college because I'm basically doing what they taught me in the living room, so yeah. I, I'm just really lucky. I wish all kids had that, even if they're not going to be professional, it's just such an inner resource, like mm. if, you're, if you're upset, you're angry, you're happy, it would just be plopped down and play something on the piano and work it out of your system. You yeah, know? yeah, it's a good yeah. release, you know, music, it's 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 a very, great release, and I also understand... And as I'm, I, I'm very bad to harp on this, but it also apparently per science wires up a kid's brain for um, better learning you know mm-hmm. if you start really early mm-hmm. i did work on me but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i wouldn't say that my dear i wouldn't say that and then i also understand teresa that your dad bought you a guitar at for christmas when you were like 10 or 11 that's another great thing not yeah. just the singing but then you incorporated your instrument yeah i've been having to play on his uh his learn on his guitar, and, and he had like my uncle's old guitar here, but it was really hard to play. And yeah, he got me a little guitar around it. That was that, and my typewriter were my biggest Christmas presents ever. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Well, Larry, you better come up with something, boy. You got a couple of weeks there to figure out something. It's always a challenge. It's always a challenge. A couple of weeks. And you, Larry, are the polar opposite. While Teresa grew up on a seventh-generation cotton farm in Tennessee, you grew up in New York City. Yeah, streets of New York. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Couldn't be more opposite, right? Couldn't be more opposite. And, Larry, I understand that your moment where you said, okay, this is it. You tell me what that moment was when you knew. Well, it was really the big bang. I always said this, and it's true for so many people. Oh, oh, oh. You guys are breaking up a oh. little bit. Yeah, I heard that. I said, are you good? Okay, now you are. Now yeah. you're back. I, I, I always say the big bang for me, and it was for so many people of my generation, was... Um, February 9th, 1964, the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show um, was literally the Big Bang uh, because it was, uh, you know, it it was explosive. The next day, the world was a different place. Um, uh, I mean, that's really not an overstatement uh, because we, like, it was people... I was young, you know, I was eight or nine years old, and um, uh, but but from my age up till you know, kids in their twenties, this was um, this was suddenly we had our music, you know, we had our um, we had our vehicle of self-expression, and and um, and I got so wrapped up in these guys and what they were doing, and then voraciously hunted down everything. 
that was ancillary to who they were. You know, where like I I would um, see on a Beatles record, there's a song by Chuck Berry, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, who's this guy, Chuck Berry? So then I went and found out Chuck who Chuck Berry was, and that opened up that whole world. And from him to the blues guys before him, you know, and it was just walking down all these roads that, um, or, or I mean, if I call if I'm calling the Beatles appearance the big bang it's like all these other stars and planets uh, uh materialized from that for me you know and and um uh uh you know and i like buck owens they did a buck owens song and that that they did act naturally and then i said well, who's this guy and then i started buying buck owens records and and um uh, got way down deep into the country thing and and um you know I, the late the late 60s um the second half of the '60s was a, such a fertile time for music. There was, um, uh, I mean, it, it was just creative and 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 um, uh, so many different styles of music on the radio and and um, on AM radio, you know, yeah. top forty radio, uh, and um, from the San Francisco psychedelic thing to uh, George Jones, you know, uh, the race is on, you know, and and. Uh, uh, it was uh, if you had an appetite for that, which I I had an insatiable appetite for any any kind of music. It it, it just it was a whole world to explore, and and uh, and I quickly found out to sort of segue into Teresa here that what attracted me most was the music that was was American music from below the Mason Dixon line. Mm-hmm. You know the music that came out of the South and and. Um, so thanks uh, to the Brits for, for leading Larry back down my road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's pretty well true, yeah, yeah. And, and, Larry, and um, Larry, I heard you say uh, that uh, one of the you wanted to play with either the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, or Bob Dylan. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that's true to me. They were sort of like a, like a, like a triumph, triumvirate of, um, of music royalty, you know, and... Um, um, and, uh, you know, well, the Beatles were broken up and they didn't need me. The Stones didn't need me. But then all of a sudden I get to play with Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know? It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool how all that happened. And but Therese- aren't, you, aren't you on a uh, Keith Richards record, though, Larry? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I have no music with Paul, Keith. Yeah. Didn't Paul McCartney call you once, but you were out with Bob or something? Right, I, I got... <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, this uh, I I regret this to this day. I was I was uh, I got a call from Arif Martin, the producer, that uh, to come and play acoustic guitar on a Paul McCartney track oh. that he was recording. Oh my for, gosh! Uh, it was right after Linda had died, and he was recording a song for her. And um, oh. uh, but I was that day. I was getting on a plane to go on tour with Bob and and. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I was so yeah bummed. You know, oh, I mean, that's a tough Ricardi, one. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a tough one. And by the way, we <laughs> yeah. speak today on December eighth, which is the day that John Lennon passed away. That's right. Yes. And everybody right. knows it's like one of those things that in your lifetime, yeah. you know where you were that's right. today, back yeah. forty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing at the Lone Star Cafe <laughs> that night with Buddy with Buddy Miller, and we were opening for Etta James. Whoa! And, um, 
and uh, she burst into tears on stage. You know, when she got the news. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It yeah. was. It was a. It was tough. The world just like again. It stopped just for a while. Just like yeah. What the heck? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Teresa, do you remember where you were? I don't remember where I was. I just remember the feeling. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, it's like the world stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, Teresa, I heard you say in an interview, that's how we found each other in the middle of Manhattan. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. <laughs> and as unexpected as it sounds, it was kind of inevitable at the same time, unquote. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, 30, how many years now? 30, 30, you met in the mid-80s. It's like 35 we years. Met, yeah. Yeah. We met in 86. Yeah, so started it's 35 dating. years since we met. But uh, Yeah, started dating a year later, and we're married a year later. Oh, man. Yeah. Beautiful. And together and enjoying life and making some beautiful music along the way. You really are. I know you laugh, but um, you guys are, 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 you know, how nice that you got to finally play together because for so long you couldn't because Larry was on an airplane somewhere all the time, right? With Dylan and all that. And then you got this great call with Levon and um, whoa, you know, your lives have changed. Yeah. Yeah, it's been ever, pretty much ever since, pretty much ever since Levon. So that was '05 when when we started doing this thing with Levon, and and that's um, pretty much since then. Everything we do, performance wise, we do together. You know, with um, either our own thing or or with Phil Lesh or or with the guys from Little Feet or uh, Yorma or Bron- Bromberg or Yorma, yeah, and um, um, uh, you know it's it's, been, it's a really it's been a satisfying. Okay. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah, yeah. yeah before yeah. that, we we were married, but people thought we were dating because we were always going our separate ways. I'd be down south working on play or something, and, and um, um, right because be music wasn't first hemisphere. for you, right, Teresa? You were coming to New York to be into theater. Well, I took the music for granted because, like I said, growing up in it, you know, and I, I, and yeah, I think I didn't think I had the personality for the music business. I still don't think I have the personality for it. It's one thing to get up and sing, but working the business around getting somebody to let you get up and sing is like, uh, yeah, that's its own, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I, um, I loved acting from a little kid just from doing the church play at Christmas. I'm kidding. That's all we had. That's all we had. But I don't know why it was like I dropped in a pod from Mars. Nobody here understood why I should want to be an actor. Um, And I went to school for that. I I still really deeply love the craft of Mm -hmm. acting, separate Mm -hmm. from music, Mm -hmm. you know. But being able to sing, also there's a lot more work for singers in theater, um, so I would, you know, because I can sing, I would get cast um, doing, like, even even Southern things, the Southern Writers Project things, um, regional things where I could, I would be, like, the mountain woman and sing. Like, I played Sarah Carter from the original Carter family. That was one I was doing just before, that ended just before um, we got called up to Levon's. Um, and that was a labor of love, believe me, um, to, to play that character but a lot so it was mount that was mountain music a lot of times it would be like mountain music and 
Yeah, so not per se uh, carousel or something like that, but uh, still in the ilk of what Larry and I do, oddly. Right. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to go to New York and play Shakespeare, and little did I know I would end up doing what my parents taught me in the living room, like I said before. <laughs> yeah. It's a full and circle, it's just, right? It's just, it just, yeah. It's like uh, Providence that Larry and I, like we, like you said, needle in the haystack in Manhattan, but also inevitable that we would find each other because of our, our interests being what they were. Right. Right, with the same musical style yeah. and taste and, and all of that. And, um, yeah, and yeah that's the glue, glue that keeps us together. Like, we see music very, very much the same way. Yeah. Uh, and if we don't, if there's a group that one of us likes, the other one doesn't, we at least understand what the other one likes about it. about it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And, Larry, <laughs> what are you working on? You're doing a lot of producing, too. Um, you've produced so I, much. I have been, yeah. Well, Teresa's been, you know, it's, because of this whole COVID shutdown last year, and then, um, you know, where nobody was out performing, and um, and the fact that Teresa's had to be in Tennessee most of the time because of her dad's Alzheimer's, you know, she's trying to help as much as she can down there. Yeah, um, good for you. That's left me with... Um, uh, you know, uh, time to um, to do my other thing, which is produce, and and uh, uh, I just finished uh, I just finished a record for this uh, wonderful German artist. His name's Marius Westenhagen. Say that and, again, um, Marius Westenhagen. Okay. <laughs> It would pardon my German attempt at a German <laughs> accent there. Um, who is uh, literally he's the the Bruce Springsteen of the German speaking countries. You know he sings in German and he's been a he's been a uh, a pop star there for decades. But he's a really really good musician. Really. Um, Did you go to Germany to produce him, or or he's was been, that? He's been a- yeah, he's also an actor. Yeah, yeah. and no, um, we did it here. Um, uh, I've done two records with him. The, the most recent one we did with uh, Jack Daly, who plays with uh, Lenny Kravitz and um, um, wow. uh, Stephen Van Zandt has a studio in in, um, in um, um, Asbury Park. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and we did it down there in that studio. And um, Oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to check that I, out. Marius Westenhagen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just, uh, and uh, he, uh, he really understands, um, uh, he really understands rock and roll. You know, he really, uh, um, his, his, um, his sensibilities are very American authentic. And then he sings in German, you know, and that was, uh, uh, it was little difficult for me because I can't, you know, when you read the translation from German, mm-hmm. they're kind of just words and they don't flow as poetry. Whereas, um, and, and, um, uh, whereas in German it is, you know, right. it is, uh, it has its own syntax, you know, and, and, um, so it was kind of hard for me to, um, I had to just think about the subject matter, you know, 
very often when you're producing a record, the, the, the lyrics, the poetry inspires your approach to that song, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, 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 the, that I, I had to sort of manufacture that a little bit, but it worked. It all worked. Really it all well. worked. Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up in Germany, so I, I'm sure my family has, over there has heard of him. So I'm really honestly going to check this guy out. I did out. not. I did not. I had no that. idea. Yeah, really. yeah. I speak fluent German, and um, no any, anytime you need help, Larry, just send me a text, and I'll be happy to like translate a word. But I totally know what you're talking about because if you're reading something or saying something in German, that that translation doesn't make sense sometimes, you know. And right, uh, yeah, right, yeah. So no, I totally get that. Well, How Mar did Marius is—he's apparently the highest spelling artist. Like ever in German speaking. Oh my God! Okay, so and he's he's just hysterically funny. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, that's yeah. great! Yeah, no, I'll text my I'll text my family after we're done talking, and uh, and and they'll yeah. be like, "What?" Yeah. You know. So, how did he <laughs> find you, or how did you guys find each other? Um, let's see. Probably um, more than ten years ago, I think it was. Um, he, uh, you know, he, had, he he came here to do a record back then and, and had known about me through the grapevine, I suppose, and wanted asked if I would just come and play on this record, which we did in Brooklyn. And uh, that's where I first met him, and we really connected musically. And um, um, and then he's listened to and, and um, my production work since then and, and, and asked if um, I'd be interested in producing a couple of records for him. And I, you know... I said, of course. Absolutely. And, and, uh, we got it done. The first one we did, which was two years ago, was at Dreamland up there in Woodstock. Oh, yeah. At the Dreamland. Yeah. Yep. And, um, Jerry Murata's place. Uh, that's right. Yeah yeah. 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 Oh, cool. And who else have you been producing during this COVID time? And by the way, last time you were on, it's been a while, but you um, you came down with COVID. I sure did. Yeah, actually, it was um, so. I I got COVID in. Uh, it was right at the beginning of March of twenty of twenty, and um, uh, it was. You know, I've I've uh, you know I don't want to belabor this, but it was the worst thing I've ever been through, and and um, I you know I'm, I'm lucky I made it out, and. Uh, and right now, I mean, maybe you can hear it in my voice, but I just got the booster shot yesterday, and uh, b both vaccinations and the booster shot have uh, really uh, knocked me down. Kicked you know, your ass. But uh, I just want to—I want to say for people who are afraid to get vaxxed or boosted, that's we think it's because he had had such a bad case of COVID. Apparently, that—that's um, what happens. You know, if you had a bad yeah, case, it right. can hit you harder than the like my eighty-six-year-old parents had mm -hmm. the um, vax and boost, and and it hardly saved them or me. You know, right, so right. I don't want to scare anybody about right. it. No, that's right, and it and it's um it's uh it's an illusion. You know, the sickness is an illusion. It feels real. Uh, the reaction to these vaccines, it feels real. But it's it's your body just doing what it does because it remembers this virus. Yes, and and it's um, uh, you know it's going through the motions of of uh, 
trying to fight it, even though it's not there, you know? So, uh, I mean, I'm feeling better already. It was really 24 hours of hell, and now I'm good, you know? Thank and, God. And, and, um, I remember yeah. Teresa's, like, updates on, on Facebook, and, it yeah. like, we were all just... Everybody that knows you, I mean, you saw it got thousands, tens and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views, but everybody was always awaiting Teresa's updates. And when I think she finally said, he's okay, I mean, we all just, what a a sigh of relief. Um, And Teresa, you, of course, couldn't be with him during this time. Yeah, you know, I had to quarantine where I was because we weren't. Uh, I was in the city, and he was upstate, and but I had been exposed to him briefly, and fortunately, I didn't have it. But, um, yeah, I I wanted to break protocol and go up to him because it just felt really, really wrong yeah. to not be with him. But at the same time, uh, if we were both down, who was going to call the ambulance, you know? Right, so, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and and yeah, Teresa... going to help for... Your yeah, I was feel I was doing the stuff for the um the nurse would call to get his vitals and and that you know so I was the one field um sending the information to yeah yeah right and it almost came to the point of I remember you guys saying here on the show that um Larry your cousin or something was a knee, uh, nurse and yeah. uh, you almost had to call at, the at ambulance yeah. yeah and then you found he out did it cost call the ambulance. but then it cost three thousand no, dollars and Larry's call. fever broke. Yeah. That's exactly what happened, yeah. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. His body said, what? It's over. I'm good now. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We laugh now, but boy, it was a a scary time for you. And boy, we're so happy, Larry, that you just... um, you you came out of this thing, so uh, we're we're glad for that. That's for sure. And you yeah, also put some great shows together while you were stuck at home. Um, you, what was that? That computer? Yes, he did. Yeah, he was like recording, like playing every instrument under the sun, and recording them for like a one man band um, <laughs> thing he would put online. It was great, Larry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since well, then, actually, what happened was after. After I was sick, uh, while I was sick, I, it's, I, I just felt like uh, I was never going to play again or never sing again. Aww. It just felt like I had lost this ability, you know, for because uh, mm. I couldn't pick up an instrument while I was sick. So w- once I started feeling better, I just got uh, I kind of obsessed with with um, with regaining my m- musicianship and and. Um, um, I would just spend all day playing an instrument, you know, or a couple of instruments, and just, uh, uh, I had to prove to myself that I could get back to where I was, you know, and uh, so I started doing these, um, there's an app called the Acapella app, which allows you to uh, film yourself in, in, in different, you know, you can, you can combine like eight different tracks of you, of yourself, playing eight different instruments, you know. And, so uh, cool. So I got a hold of this thing and <laughs> did a few uh, videos with that. Just 
basically it was just to prove to myself that I could still do it. That you, know? you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're back yeah. in full force, my friends. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, for sure. You've played a couple of great shows, even just recently, right? Last week with the Midnight Ramble Band and Hot Tuna at the Egg. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. 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 Um, to play with that band again. And we did two yeah, shows. Yeah. One at the Egg and one at Jim Thorpe in Pennsylvania, and uh, and then we did uh, Bromberg um, Saturday night at the Egg again. Yeah, with did um, uh, Bromberg. We were you know it's it's Bromberg's uh, belated birthday celebration uh, from when everything got shut down, you know, and and uh, so w- w- this was. Um, David's band, and then he had some guests, which were Teresa and I, and Jimmy Vivino, and uh, John Sebastian, and um, and uh, oh. Andy uh, Falco. Oh, so and, good, uh, so good. I just saw yeah, Sebastian just, and Vivino at Bearsville the night before you guys played oh, with them. To to yeah. yeah, with yeah. You. yeah. With Paul and Annie. Yeah, yeah, Paul and Annie. Cindy yeah. Cashdollar was there. It was just amazing. Yeah. Just, ah, yeah, 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 good stuff. And then next week, you guys, Capitol Sessions happening uh, on the 17th of December at the Capitol Theater. Yeah, this is um, uh, Greg Williamson, the man who uh, is behind uh Love Rocks, which is uh, a charity that we've been doing every uh, a performance for every year at the Beacon Theater, uh, and which is actually where I where uh, when my COVID experience started oh. two years ago. Uh, that's a whole story, but um, uh, I think it was last year was the fifth year we've been doing it. Uh, well, anyway, Greg puts on this great show at the Beacon, and. Uh, and he asked if I would be interested in doing a show at the Capitol that looks back that's sort of a tribute to all the uh, great music that was made there in the heyday of the Capitol Theater in the 70s, you know, before it shut down. And then Peter Shapiro opened it, opened it up again. And then and um, I said, well, let me think about it. Okay, good. And um, um, uh, uh, we... Um, you know, we got with Jackson Brown's going to do it with us, and um, Yorma and um, Amy and um, the Warren Aren't Treaty, and, uh, uh, Marco Les, Benevento, Les I think, too, right? Marco Benevento, yeah, um, in the band with us. So, so, so I'm going to be MD with the house band, which is Marco, myself, Adam Minkoff, and Tony Le- Tony Leone, and. Um, uh, we're just gonna, it's a bunch of us playing songs from all the great acts that played there during that era. And, uh, and Jackson and Yorma are going to be the, the been there, done that guys. You oh know, who, man. Uh, oh. And, um, yeah, it's going to be great. It really, uh, really, yeah. really good. But, and uh, if people are listening and want to go to that show again, just to throw out the date, it's next week on Friday, December 17th at the Capitol Theater in Port Chester. And if you can't make it, I just saw your post, you guys. It's going to be live streamed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's a. Oh, it's a good thing. Always a good thing. And then you're back at the Capitol Theater at the end of January uh, with Bromberg's big band celebrating 50 years. 
That's right. You know, everything. <laughs> well, I'm trying, you know, i got to keep up with all of this stuff. You guys are pretty busy people. Steve Earle's going to be there, Patty, Patty, uh, Betty Levette, uh, John McEwen, you guys, um, some good stuff. And then I understand you're taking a little warm weather vacation. Oh, you do know everything. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're going back to Jamaica with Ooh, little feet. Yeah. yeah. So. Awesome, awesome, and, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, we're very much looking forward to that. Normally, it's the full Midnight Ramble band that does that, but this year it's going to be um, our band, Teresa and Larry, you know, uh, our band, and uh, and and Tommy Emmanuel is going to be there. Oh. Who, uh, you know, what guitar player wants to get up on the stage after that guy has played? <laughs> you do, Larry. You can hold your own. You're okay with this. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And Little Feet now, of mm-hmm. course, with Tony Leone on, uh, on the kit and uh, Scott Gerard on the guitar there. So, newest yeah, members. That's right. yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. LarryandTeresa.com. You know what I think is a great holiday gift idea? And I do this because, you know, for people to support musicians, especially during this crazy, crazy time where people just aren't touring as much as they used to. You know what make great stocking stuffers? Your CDs. And you have the... <laughs> you really do. And go, this, Rita, and No, go. I'm telling you. It, I'm serious about it. I really, really am. For people that still have CDs, that listen to CDs like me, old school. I don't even know how to do Spotify. Um, so... There's right. there's like so yeah. so much good stuff and this it was the music I think I play it probably eight out of ten shows because you got fifteen tracks on this soundtrack and it's amazing it's I mean oh, no, that is that you. is a good soundtrack that's true I have to agree with that one yeah I mean yeah. all the guest artists and and just really bravo to both of you for allowing Mark Moskovitz to spend time with you guys and just putting such a raw um, portrayal of your lives um, on screen. And um, I binge watched it because when I started, I couldn't stop. So I got all 10. A lot about it. I I know a lot about you. And you know what I thought was one of the cutest things, Larry? I never knew this. You were with the kids in the orchestra or something, and I never saw you play in an orchestral setting. And I forgot because I watched it a while ago, but it was something about you playing with kids and getting them on, on an or or you played in an orchestral setting. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it, it was the kids, Larry. The kids at um when they came down to City Winery, remember? And you were working with them. It's a right. Uh, of- yeah, Diadario, uh, the string company, was sponsoring this really great program. Uh, you know, helping kids play music, basically, you know, and, and, uh, and they, uh, Teresa and I had a gig at City Winery, and, and uh, we agreed with Diodario that we would have these kids come in, and I, and I would talk to them, Teresa and I would talk to them, and, um, and I'd show them what I could uh, musically, you know, it wasn't a lot of time, and I couldn't get really deep into it, but, um this was so inspiring to be with these kids uh, just trying to learn to fiddle, you know, and, and, um, and doing very well, you know, and, um, um, and you could, you could feel, uh, 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 the passion, you know, mm-hmm. that they were, they, 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 they were there cause they love to do this, you know, and, and, um, um, uh, 
Yeah, and and Moskowitz happened to be there with the camera and got this got this in the documentary. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was a great documentary, and thank you for sharing so much of yourselves. Um, during that. So it, it was, um, I can't recommend it enough if people haven't already listened to it or, or watched it. Uh, listen and watch, really, because you can. It was the music and it's on Amazon. I think it's even on YouTube or whatever. And then the soundtrack is, it's remarkable, just beautiful because it was recorded at so many different locations. It wasn't like one night and it's a live show. It's li- most all live, but all different scenarios. Right, right, and yeah, different times and different places, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have, uh, you know, because of COVID, of course, that screwed everything up, um, we had to delay the release of a live record we did at Levon's Barn, which um, um, we were supposed to put out... um, we did that in the fall before COVID. Is that right, Teresa? 2019, yeah, 2019. Yeah, and then we, the plan was to put it out in the early spring, just when COVID hit, you know, and because we couldn't tour or promote it, we right. delayed that. And then in the meantime, this uh, soundtrack record came out, so it didn't make sense to have two live records out at the same time. So where uh that's the next thing that we have to get out is this live record because uh, oh, you know I, I can't I, wait I forget about it and then I go back to listen to it and I think it's just, this is really good it was a really good oh, night there at least and Larry's you know. even playing pedal steel on it too a Peggy tune that I'm doing which is <laughs> oh man so yeah that's going to be fun that's uh, that's going to be fun so you think in yeah. the spring that's going to come out that seems to be the target time now. Yeah, awesome. That seems to be it. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, Teresa, Teresa may be doing a play, or is likely doing, is scheduled to do a play in, um, in March and April uh, this year. So Wow, congratulations. Wow, it's at my alma mater. It's a, it's a, it's like old home week down there. A big, a big anniversary. The Clarence Brown Theater. It's a big anniversary, and um, we're going to do an all alum thing. But I think the situation may be fluid with the pandemic and some stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Right, right. Everything's yeah, kind of on a standstill for, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's been booked for like three or four years, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, with the pandemic. It's been a fluid situation. How exciting! How ex- yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's the uh, and and that would uh, delay the release of this record probably till around you know May or June, so so we could uh, get out and promote it a little bit in the summertime. Yeah, take a little summer tour. Um, I want to yeah. real briefly because I think it probably affected you guys because it affected me. Just wanted to mention the word and the person of our beloved Tony Falco. And um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. thank you, Rita. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great guy! What a great guy! What a great heart for music he had. Yeah, just uh, he was uh, he did more on the club scene for Hudson Valley musicians than anybody, you know. Yeah. Just uh, he was uh, a real champion for the music that gets yeah. played around, you know. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I um, start off every single show. He he left a really cool um, playlist on Spotify, and um, I oh. I start off my show every time every week um, playing a track of his because um, there was lots of music he wanted us all to hear. And um, he is so missed and, and will be missed. There'll never be another one like him. There just won't be. No. No, no that's the truth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, up, he, up, was, he, he was a unique, unique at this time of somebody who really, it was his place seemed to be all for the music, yeah. for the musicians. Yeah. You know, it was. Yeah. And he loved you guys. He loved you guys. And, and you, we loved him. You brought so much yeah. good music his way. I remember you come there with Billy Payne. You brought uh, uh, yeah. uh, Bromberg there. And then you guys, I, I yeah. do hope you guys, when we can um, have you back there sometime, because that that place just feels like you guys at the barn. It just feels like having you home, you know, um, at the right. Falcon. Right. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, any anytime, really. yeah. yeah, we'd love to play there again. Yeah, yeah, we'll make that happen for sure. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, so you guys, thank you so much for your time, Larry. You know what? I'm gonna play one of my favorites, uh, Rooftops. Um, I love Blind Mary. Oh, and oh, that's sweet. It's just so cool, and and I got turned on to it like seeing you guys in concert one time. I'm like, what the heck is this? And I never knew you had a solo album out. And rooftops, it came out a while ago, right? Yeah, that was um, um, I left I left Dylan's band in '04 at the end of '04, and 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 got in the studio and did this record. So it came out right before uh right before we started with Levon. Yeah. Oh, well it, it's yeah. it's beautiful. I love that record. If I I have to say I love it. It's yeah. a lovely, lovely record. I agree. I agree. And I you know, like I said, it was the music. You should see how old this thing is getting, the cover of it and stuff. I play the hell out of it here on the <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need a new copy soon. Um, so good stuff. And and you guys, just thank you, thank you for being the people that you are. Because yes, you're fantastic musicians. We all know that you've played with the creme de la creme, but you are the top notch in the business. And there are no two finer than you two. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You are just menches. So yeah, well, congratulations on three hundred. And then we'll see you at 400 and 500 and <laughs> And let's keep this thing going. And Larry, I'm still using Surrender to Love. Go ahead, Rita. I'm Go doing ahead. it. I'm doing it. It's my intro music for 300 shows now, so we're going to do it for the next 300, too. All right. Fab- fabulous. You guys, Larry, love you, Rita. Love you guys both. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you and hope to get you back to the Falcon sooner rather than later. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. Ah, no two finer. Larry Campbell, Teresa Williams. You can vi- visit their website, LarryAndTeresa.com. And I'm serious about those holiday stocking stuffers. They have great CDs out. Any one of them, you cannot go wrong. You hear me playing them a lot. And as mentioned, I do want to go out with a track um, that is off of Larry's solo album, Rooftops, and it's called Blind Mary. I remember hearing this song the first time um, at a show. He was just standing there solo, and I just, 
learned about this album a little bit more and really are um, blown away by it. Larry and Teresa will also be next Friday, December 17th at the Capitol Sessions at the Capitol Theater. And they'll be at the Capitol Theater again in Port Chester on January 28th with David Bromberg. So keep up with them on social media. They are two of the finest human beings you'll find in the music business, if not on planet Earth. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Show number 300. Can't believe it. 300. Next week, I will be back. And um, next week, I have Tony Trishka on the show. I'll be doing my final show of 2021 on December 22nd. Then I'll be off for a couple of weeks and we will return in the new year with the first guest of the year being Cindy Cash Dollar. So we've got lots of great stuff. Thank you everybody for all the support and the love. And it's really meant a lot to me. This show is just... um, It's been a lifesaver on many different fronts, for sure. And um, I love doing it. I'm passionate about the music here in the Hudson Valley. I hope that by listening to this show, some of you have gone out to go see some live music. Um, We have the most amazing venues right here. You can drive within a half hour of where you live in any night of the week, see world-class music. Um, There's lots of live streams happening too. And just keep supporting the musicians. It's, It's a tough time for the arts right now. So if you can do Christmas gifts and you want to do stocking stuffers and t-shirts and all the merchandise that people have, really check out musicians, your favorite musicians, especially if they're local, check out their websites and buy directly from them and support musicians and support live music. And um, yeah, and thank you. I'm going to go out with a track called Blind Mary by Larry Campbell. I'll be back next week. Thanks for celebrating show number 300 for me, with me on these wonderful airwaves we call WVKR. And here's Blind Mary by Larry Campbell from his album titled Rooftops. 91.3 WVKR. I'll catch you next time. Until then, I wish you peace. Mm-hmm.